Hey, hey, welcome to a brand new episode of the Straight Up Show podcast. I am your host, Calvin. Uh, today, I am by myself. Uh, Brandon and Lee, we've been working so hard, gave them the, the episode off. But uh, now I'm joined by two people that's been on our show before uh, and is going to be in our future episodes. Uh, my cousin, who uh, most of you probably know, but my cu- my older cousin, Dasmin. Dasmin, how you doing today, sir? What's up, Good. How you doing, Dasmin? All right, thank you so much for uh, filling in a place for Brandon Lee for me. Uh, also, I have Charles C.J. Johnson, uh, singer, uh, also a good friend of mine, too. C.J., how you doing today, sir? Doing lovely, sir. Doing lovely. How about yourself? Doing good. I'm cooped up in the house, but I'm doing good. But uh, thank you to you both for filling in to, uh, for Brandon Lee and being my guest co-host today. Uh, I thank you all so much. So, I mean, it's, it's always my pleasure uh, talking to y'all and dealing with y'all. So uh, let's get right to it, okay? All right, so like I told you, CJ, I'm, I'm stuck in the house. Uh, you ever heard of the college 15? Like, you know, just kind of get you, get, you gain extra weight after high school and you, you get fatter in, high, in, in college? I definitely caught that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I so, heard of it. Yeah, and that's kind of, <laughs> I think with, with COVID going on, I'm pretty sure, I don't know about y'all, but man, I've been, at home, DoorDash has become my best friend. Yeah, I've been ordering out a whole lot, and um, I ain't ashamed to admit. Around that time, you you got that. Uh, some of us, me specifically, got that uh, stimulus, and uh, <laughs> I was one of those people who, even though I was still working um, at my undisclosed place of employment, um, I, I still got that. Uh, that, that that stimulus check and um, because things were shut down and I didn't want to go out and have to interact with people. Uh, yeah. I had a whole lot of DoorDash delivered to the uh, the house. I even joined some sort of a whiskey club where they send you like a different whiskey of the month or whatever. And uh, like a, a lot of other people, I made a quarantine mini bar of my own. Jeez. And um, uh it didn't do great for my um, my intentions to try to cut back on calorie intake. Uh, yeah, it doesn't help when you start intaking um, different um, whiskeys, trying to find which one specifically you like more than others. Bourbon whiskey, whiskey, whiskey rise, and that on top of like all the ramen and pho, pho I was ordering, it, it, it didn't help. Yeah, also, oh, we got some fun. Okay, well, what about you, CJ? You uh, you are you hitting the uh, COVID fifteen too, or man? So you know, this is actually like a tale of of two CJs. Like if this was the college me, like you mentioned, I definitely caught the freshman fifteen because hot pockets and Tostino's pizza and mm-hmm. Pizza Hut, those were my best friends in college, man. But Walmart um, was right across the street. Man, right across the street. The access was so easy, man. Right? But um but nowadays though, um honestly it it hasn't been too big of a difference for me because I've been on a fitness journey for like about the past two years now. So like I rarely eat fast food, you know, I do on occasion, you know, cheat days or whatnot, but for the most part, you know, I, I tend to make my own food, you know, grill some chicken or whatnot, make some sandwiches. Um, so yeah, so only because I already had a routine in place was how I was able to really maintain what has already become a habit for me. Right. Well, well, that's you. I don't know about you. That's, that's you. <laughs> but yeah, me, it's a, it's a little harder for me. And, and, and now to add COVID-19 to the top of this, man, like, you know, you know, I don't know if you, you haven't seen me, but you've seen me, but you've seen, you know, we're kind of, uh, the reason why I have you two on the show, because I mean, you, COVID-19 has impacted uh, you both, uh, whether it's your, your personal life or, or just somebody you know, but uh, just, you know, just CJ, just, you know, just being fit, you know, COVID, it's targeting one, it's targeting minorities, uh, it's targeting uh, people of color, like I said, the minorities, people of color, uh, people who, who are older, uh, and people who have an underlying health condition, uh, and those who were overweight, myself included, which is one of the reasons why I am, you know, you get more podcasts, 
of course. But uh, one of the reasons why I'm not going to the house and, you know, more food is looking delicious now uh, than, than ever. I'm not on the go like I used to be. Uh, but I, I'm at risk. And, you know, so w- w- this episode is about just trying to figure out just the, the impact of COVID. But not only we, we did an episode about our mental health of COVID, but now we're talking about our physical health and how just, you know, if we weren't in the way of COVID being physically uh, damaged, now we are now because because of contagious COVID. But if we are gaining this weight, now we have a chance. Now, CJ, can you just tell us about you know your experience right quick? Just like just even just going with COVID. Man, yeah. So um, so for those that don't know, um, I actually caught it. Rona got me. Um, and it definitely was a scary experience. Um. Like at first, I just thought it was just regular, just flu symptoms, right? And and that's what gets you, right? Like you think it's one thing, right? But uh, but after getting tested, um, tested positive, and uh, what what I'll say is this: the probably the the scariest part about this that I've noticed is that different people have different symptoms. Like I don't think I've heard two people that had the exact same COVID experience. And that's what makes this disease, that's why we have to take this so seriously because how one person may have reacted, just like with me, like the symptoms were only really bad for me for about two days. After that, then I pretty much was, you know, back back to easy street. But, you know, that's me. I, I can't speak for, for other people. And, and that's the danger of this is we don't know if we possibly spread this to other people or if we catch this, right. that we might bowl the same. Right. And that's why we got to be uh, trying to stay eating healthy and, 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 and keep it going. And, but this episode, I want to just talk to some experts. I want to talk to a, a, a physical trainer so they can try to get some points on how we can, stay active and stay, you know, uh, uh, keep our blood pumping and everything and try to, while all the same time, try to, to, to prevent uh, COVID-19. So stay tuned. We have a lot coming your way, uh, coming forward with the Straight Up Show podcast. Stay tuned. Hey, Calvin here, host of the Straight Up Show podcast. And guess what? We're back bigger and better than ever with new guests, new Straight Up topics, and a new way to support the Straight Up Show podcast. That's right. You can now support our podcast by becoming a Patreon patron. Straight Up has four different tiers that you can choose from, with each tier having their own perks. Your monthly donation helps us produce efficient Straight Up content that you love so much. For more details, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Straight Up Show Podcast 318. That's patreon.com forward slash Straight Up Show Podcast 318. Okay, so today, like I said, we're talking about the COVID-15, you know, basically being healthy during this COVID-19 pandemic. I don't know about y'all, but I've been in the house. I've been eating a little bit more than I should. And, and of course, it can catch with you. Me being a heavy set guy, I am high risk. So, uh, so today, I want to bring in a health expert, health coach, fitness coach. Uh, y'all help me welcome Mr. Brian Cousin. Brian, how you doing today, sir? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Oh, no problem. Thank you for coming on the show. And like I said, Brian, we're, we're going to waste no time. We're going to jump right into it. So uh, the COVID-15, you know, just people packing on the pounds and trying to stay active, but trying yeah. to stay, uh, you know, uh, careful at the same time because, you know, uh, COVID is uh, definitely widespread. I mean, just, I mean, I'm pretty sure that I know you're a health expert, but I don't think you've had any problem gaining weight during this time. Oh man, it's it's real. The 15 is definitely real, and and I don't care if you're a fitness coach, you're an expert, you're a professional athlete. If that first two weeks you're sitting home doing nothing, you're going to gain some weight. You might make some unhealthy choices, but like anything, you just got to get back on track and just figure out how to get yourself back on track, and that's as what every fitness expert, doctor, or anything that says, you are what you eat. So if you start with what you're eating and then go ahead and get you a little plan, which doesn't have to be that complicated, I can get into as well, but just just get yourself focused and just knowing that set yourself a goal, try to hit that goal. And even if you get dropped off, just get back on. But it's it's definitely real. It's definitely real. 
Yeah, and like I said, I'm glad that you came on the show because you're gonna give us some tips. But before we go and ask you all these questions, but uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and what you do. Okay, um, you know, I'm Brian comes from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, born and raised. Uh, I I've been um, probably I've been athletic and in sports, which really started my training for <clears throat> since the eighth grade when I played start playing. Um, Football, of course, was running around doing other things. But I started getting really deep into training probably about four or five years ago when I decided that um, this seems cool. Like this, my gym always offered a free training class. So I figured, hey, might as well try it, see if I can go ahead and get my certification. And the things you find out that you did not know, like I was playing sports forever, you know, played some college football, tried out for the pros, you know, things like that. And the stuff that you find out about your body and the things you didn't know and the things that you just make yourself aware of. And I'm definitely, um, I'm, I'm my late thirties right now. I'm not going to get my age too much, but I'm in probably the best shape that I've been, even when I was playing them, because you just don't know what you know, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy, like they always say knowledge is power and it's, it's so true. And, and once you learn also something I'm probably going to say multiple times is health is your wealth. So things of that nature. Health is your wealth. And like I said, I'm just so thankful that you're on the show because, um, and one thing you said that you are what you eat and, you know, you know, you and I are both uh, black men. Uh, You know, we grew up, you grew up in Baltimore uh, and I grew up in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. So we have some idea what rough is, you know, and uh, so we know what hard times mean, you know, quoting Dusty Road, hard times. Uh, But a lot of people right now, especially with COVID going on, we worrying about their jobs and uh, a lot of people are going through food pantries. Um, like when it comes to nutrition during this time and, you know, the, for the, those who are, you know, in our, in our hometowns or back in our old neighborhoods, uh, what's some way that they can, during this time right now, especially right now, what's some ways or some things they can eat or do uh, to eat healthy or eat somewhat nutrition because i mean i grew up with you know twenty dollars and that twenty dollars got me uh like some uh, some noodles and some bologna and some bread and then hey i was i had a full stomach but you know of course we all know that's not healthy so what's some things that people not just of uh black community and black american community, but what's something that people who are going through it the struggle uh what can they eat or how can they budget to actually uh, get some food. Well, definitely, I understand where that's coming from. But definitely, the main thing, even before you even get to the money part, one thing that we don't, that I know that's going to be a crazy thing for me to mention on here, but we don't portion. Us <laughs> as black, we don't portion correctly sometimes. We over portion and we overeat. And the thing is, sometimes we can eat all some of this crazy stuff that we want at times, but it's just we don't portion correctly. And what I mean is that. Like, instead of having the the five or six wings in a chicken box, we have three, three to four. Instead of it being fried, being grilled. And some of that stuff, you still can get your chicken wings. You can still get some of that stuff, get you some rice. So if you just go ahead and one thing, you know, of course, white meat is better, but you can get dark meat too. But, like, one thing that I do that I tell a lot of people, it's the alternative that you do. So instead of getting that lemonade, drink some water. Instead of frying, go ahead and grill it or bake it. And instead of, um, let's see, just instead of getting all the sugary drinks, just water. Just pace yourself. Instead of having that big dinner, have have an extra meal, an extra snack, you know, peanuts, things like that. Don't have to be the chips all the time. And one thing that I tell a lot of my personal training clients is I don't want to put you on a diet. I hate that word when you because it has a bad connotation that, I'm only doing this till I lose the weight. And then after I lose the weight, I'm going to go back to eating what I want to eat. And then you're going to be back in the same situation coming to see me again or whoever else you're trying to um, train or, or on the worst thing, you're going to start feeling down on yourself. That's a whole other conversation. But it's really just making stuff that can work for you every day. And I think the little things of changing the, <laughs> I want to say water and wine, but that's not it, but lemonade the water, cut down your sodas, to put your consumption, portion control, the condiments. The condiments, what people don't understand is so much. That extra barbecue sauce, ketchup, the sugar, the salt, the salt and, and stuff on your food. 
I'm a big I, one of my one of my things that I struggle with, and and one thing I want everybody to know that trainers are human too. We have our struggles, we have our pitfalls. Sometimes I want that chicken box. Well, you probably some people may um, know in the Baltimore area listen to me, but chicken box and Western fries, good old. Hey, sometimes I want that, but the thing is, we can't overdo it. That's the yeah. biggest thing, and portions of how we do things. And those are just little little things that I mentioned that could just make it easier for you because you don't have to go totally different and go to Whole Foods and get all these special things and stuff like that. No, yeah, you can. It's going to work. But like you said, some people don't have the money for that. But it's just the portioning and how you're cooking your food and things of, and things of that nature and really just how much you're eating. Portion control. Portion control is big. That's one of the biggest things that you try to get through to people, you know. And, and you know, people hate counting calories. I hate counting calories. But it's something that you should really look into or just know that and it's also about knowing your body, knowing if I eat this or, or when I'm not hungry, when I'm really full or I just ate that I just don't keep feeding myself. It's like it's just the overeating thing. And sometimes we do that a lot, but that could be because of other reasons. As well. Yeah. And probably stress and depression, you know, because I know oh, yeah. I know. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not like I said. I'm human too. I like to. I like to stress you. And you said the place y'all have in Baltimore is called Boxes. Is that the name of it, or? Yeah, it's a. It's a. It's it's called Chicken Boxes. So basically, some of the little carry out um, places on the corner. Okay. You get like good four wings and fries, and you put salt, pepper, and put ketchup all over it, and which is 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 delicious. But the thing is, what well, problem happens is some people eat that every other day. Oh yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's so that's the thing that you can't really do. You can't go here out and eat it every other day and things of that nature. So that's the thing that kills that 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 kills them. Right, and uh, I know uh, we, well, down here we have uh, Popeyes, and so right, you know, we, yeah, we uh, got. And they, they're probably getting those chicken sandwiches, so you know. Oh yeah, they slinging those things like crazy. <laughs> but but yeah, that's definitely. Uh, thank you so much for that information and just uh, portion control. Like I said, I mean, I'm the host of this show, but I'm taking tips too because I mean, I actually before I was uh, before COVID happened, I was on a fitness journey to get back into it, and uh, I lost thirty pounds in three weeks, that's and I'm good. like, awesome. but then, then all of a sudden bam, COVID. <laughs> and then, like I said, all of that weight I lost, you know, just like, bam, it came back. Anyway, it didn't come back all the way, but, you know, it's like, man, just working from home. So, I mean, I, I, I'm there with y'all. So, and we have Brian Cousins with us right now. Uh, so, Brian, let me just give you a uh, play devil's advocate, okay? Uh, okay. So, I got a family of maybe four. I don't have any family. I'm, I'm saying, I'm just saying, but hypothetically, I have $40 to my name, Okay. Uh, I can't go to Whole Foods. I'm broke. So I go to Part Foods, which is, <laughs> uh, I go to Part Foods, but I have $40 to my name, a $40 budget to last me and my family the week. You know, I get paid on Friday. It's Sunday. So tell me what can I put in my basket, maybe $40 or $50 to last my family a week? Okay. Um, let's see. Definitely. Definitely, probably some, um, some, some. Definitely want to get some protein, so you probably want to get, probably get some eggs because you can, you can hard boil those. You can that, that's good protein. Or even if you want to scramble it one day, you can get some options out of that. You know, um, good rice, things of that nature. You know, little. Um, you can still get you. Um, you was talking about your your little sandwiches. You can still get you some of the little good old fashioned lunch meat sandwiches, those aren't terrible for you, you know, and for for kids you wanna pack on and, you know, uh, I wouldn't get, you could get bread. It, it's really one of those catch things with what you're used to. But like I said, it's all with the portions of what you what you wanna eat, you know, and then definitely get, me, get you some water because that's when, with that, you definitely just want your family drinking water. That's when the, biggest things that just help you just stay, be healthy in general it's and hard. that's really it's yeah hard. it's yeah and it, i'm like and that's the thing i'm trying to look in the store and think of prices, <laughs> prices for stuff and stuff like me person like me personally like right now i'm on a little i'm trying a little presbyterian journey of my own you know mm-hmm. i try to eat fish during the week and then on the weekend i might wild out a little on a meal might have some meat and red meat and and, and that's the other thing try to stay away from the red the, the red red meats and things of that 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 nature you know that let me get this 
red meat isn't bad for you. <laughs> it's just the consumption of it. It can, it, it, it uh, it's hard to digest, which cause issues at times for your body, for people's bodies. Because we all digest it differently and things of that nature. And it's just, it's just healthier options put, put forth because everything can be in moderation. And that same thing with pork and things of that nature. It just like, if you just take it away, you just see how different your body, like I know plenty of people that just, that I know that I've trained that stop eating red meat and now they can't eat it at all. That's it's just like, yeah, it just doesn't taste the same because they went off of it so much. And it's not a bad thing. It's not, it's not a bad thing, but it's just, it, it, it's, definitely a, it, it's definitely a journey for everything. And you just got to find out, my biggest thing is you just got to find out what works for you. Yeah. And, and, just, and just try to stay focused on that. But definitely doing these hard times. There's a lot of people that had, that put on that, you call it the COVID-15, but it's definitely a journey. Definitely a journey. And, and we're, we're here. I mean, I don't see COVID uh, going any, I mean, at this time of this recording, I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, so but we, we need to find a way to actually do better. Like I said, I'm, I've been here in portion control, portion control. And like I said, and just, you know, I think the way you, you really uh, brought it out to say is that we have to, you know, the portion control lets you have other meals. And I think that that really clicked to me. Like you just the portion control helps you have other other small meals. You know what I mean? So I, I like I like to hear that. I've never heard it that way before. Uh, we're gonna keep uh, talking to Brian uh, cousin right quick, but uh, before before our, our break, I wanted to talk about one thing my friends have told me to stay away from because I don't drink soda anymore. And so uh, I've been going on these uh, like the, the clear water, uh, but people say it's zero it's zero caffeine, zero sodium. Uh, you know, zero sugar, but people still say stay away from it. Why is that? Well, the um, it's because that it's not really water because they try and say it's manufactured water. It may not have some of the caffeine, but the people say that it's really manufactured water from what I, my understanding of it. So that's why people say try to stay away from it. Me personally, I don't try to, I don't like drinking a lot of those different type of waters anyway, because like say, because it could be, they say it's, that's not in it, but it, it's other stuff in it, and that's the thing. Definitely another good thing is you always read your labels. <laughs> always read your labels because they de- they'll definitely put stuff in your um, food or even other things that you don't like. Wow, this is in that. They take they said they'll they'll put the one big thing on here. Yeah, gluten free, but yeah, we got all this other stuff in here too that's not good for you as well. So it's just like it's just a couple things. And that was probably a bad example, but if you know what I mean. So yeah, but. But it's just read your labels. But and I just it I just don't because they try to say it's manufactured water basically. You know, I'm a I'm a spring water type of guy, but really water is water <laughs> when it really comes down to it. Water is water. And 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 sometimes the good will outweigh the bad. And that's how I look at it too sometimes. So you just gotta you gotta find your balance and that's and that's the and that's the biggest thing. You gotta find your balance because we're all not out here trying to be professional athletes or fitness models or or trying to be in the in the NBA bubble or anywhere like that right now. So we're just we're just trying to be healthy and just trying to live a happy life. And we can you can do that through moderation, portion control, and and just making a conscious effort to just think about what you and that's really what it really is. Yeah, Brian Cousins with us. Thank you so much. So we're gonna have a little bit more with Brian here in a second. Make sure you stay tuned to the Straight Up Show podcast. Okay, so we're back with Brian Cousin, you know, Baltimore, uh, the native, a lot of people in Baltimore. You got some of the coolest accents that I ever heard. You know, I think my, my Louisiana accent uh, is pretty thick, but man, Baltimore, my friend, uh, shout out to Brittany. Uh, she's from Baltimore, man. She, she reps Baltimore day and night. That's what we do. That's what we do. We love our city. We do love our city. <laughs> Uh, so we're talking about the COVID-15, putting on these pounds and, you know, trying to, you know, like I said, we, you know, the heavier the, the heavier you are with COVID, the obesity, diabetes, uh, definitely old age, those are high risk factors. Uh, unfortunately, I do fall into uh, one of those categories. Uh, uh, fortunately, I don't, I don't fall into others, 
uh, category, but you know, getting the weight off is it, it, it's a struggle. But uh, at the same time, Brian, uh, it's kind of you know fearful to go to the gym right now. People are going to the gym still, but I mean, like me, I live in an apartment. My apartment gym is like a ghost town. Uh, what's what's some things that you know people who are trying to you know they trying to get healthy but still fearful of catching the COVID especially in gyms well one thing that I that I know that here in um, Baltimore and just uh, Maryland and really DC DOV area that became real big because of COVID and and you know what they always say sometimes the worst things bring out the best in people there's a lot of people out here biking there's a lot of people just out here biking. And that's a great way, which is at times a full body workout. You're working a lot of things, muscles and, and things that you never think you, well, you see a lot of people walking or walking. It's just, as, but people don't understand walking is great. You know, running is good. You see people out here running too. But if you, especially if you're older, if you just go out here and walk a good, good maybe mile, two miles, and it's relaxing around your neighborhood. Because sometimes, a lot of times, if, especially if you walk with a park, a lot of times you don't even know how long you walk, and because you're just you're talking and you're you're yapping, that's the and that's the easy way the things to do, you know. But other ways is you know, like I said, running. Go ahead and a lot of times what you really want to do to to help lose weight, you got to get your body in a calorie deficit. So you just got to burn. You just got to burn some calories, or you you got to go and break a little sweat. Even if you just want to shoot some hoops. If you if they got the courts up, just go ahead and shoot your hoops by yourself or anything like that, or throw the football around. You know, you just you're just trying to burn off stuff that you usually wouldn't burn before. But also, you know, things in the house. And I'm a I'm a enthusiast for using random stuff in the house to work out on. So uh, the edge of my bed, I'll do dips. And so you put your hands on the outside of the bed and dip down to try to get your triceps. Inverted push-ups. I'll do push-ups with my feet on the furniture just feet on the ground or or if you have or if you have kids do push ups with kids on your back if you're a little more advanced I, you know I, that's for fun to get with fun for them but it's just it's so many things that you can really do and the biggest thing is just stay active that's the biggest thing even if you don't want to do a whole hour workout routine just stay active jumping jacks things of that nature the the basics really the basics the courts everybody the big craze you know everybody wants to do air squats or squats or lunges those are great too and those are no weights required and those are the especially squat is probably the base of uh best full body workout you can get because the squat even even usually they say with the weight is better but still without the weight it, it involves your your hips your back and everything your shoulders keeping your back straight it's just one of those things that is a full body workout so busting those out and and, and the thing is and like the one thing that that COVID taught me is a lot of times um, I worked out at home before and done things like that, but sometimes I was confined to the gym. Like I got to go to the gym. I got to go to the gym. But someday it'll be, it'll be late at night. I might've worked out before, but I'll do something else because I'm just watching TV or doing some, something else. And it's just like, and it doesn't have to be, and just remember workouts don't have to be every workout has to be an hour or have to be 45 minutes. It could be 30 minutes. Crap, it could be 20 minutes if you, if you work yourself good enough. It's all about what you feel uncomfortable with and how you're improving yourself. Because as soon as you get to that point that, oh, I got to do 30, I got to push myself to this next level. And it's all about how you feel in that competition with yourself, really. Okay. All right. And uh, Brian, thank you so much for just keeping it real right now. Uh, <laughs> being straight up. I love it, man. Uh, so, like, I like to do this on a show. Uh, I like to play devil's advocate. Uh, okay. so I'm about to throw you to the fire, okay? So, uh, and this is this is pretty, so much of this is probably true with me because this is my excuses. I'm pretty sure you get excuses every day at the gym. Uh, so here I want to start playing devil's advocate, okay? So Brian, you're my trainer. Uh, I can't work out, man. I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta hump back in my stomach. <laughs> it's just I'm, I'm big. I just I can't move. I'm just. You know, my body doesn't, you know, if I do a squat, I'm in, I'm in bed for uh, 30 minutes or or I, I just can't. I work 10 hours a day. I just don't feel like uh, when I get off work, I'm just too tired to move around. Like, uh, what can you say? I mean, for the people who just uh, with these excuses and my, myself included, 
like I'm just too fat or I just can't move or if I go to the gym or somebody see me work, working working now they're gonna look at me and uh, fat shame me or, or something like that. Like, I mean, what, what do you have to say to combat that? Well, a lot of a lot of times is I I would say so ten or years ago. Did, was you like that? No, you had to get like that because things happen, and because of that, and like I tell everybody, this a everybody got to start somewhere. Because if you got if you don't start somewhere, you ain't gonna finish anywhere. So if it's all about what you want, you came to me for a reason. We we came to get this in, came to try to get yourself better. And the thing is, we don't worry about these other people because they started somewhere too, and someone probably was worse than you. And that's and that's the thing. You gotta put that thing and you put that in your mind in the back pocket and. No, okay, you don't want to do this. You don't want to do the squat. We go on here and we're gonna walk on this treadmill. You're gonna walk here with me through here. We're gonna do. We're gonna think of another exercise. We're gonna stretch you out because the reason you're back on hump like that because you're tight. <laughs> your body isn't right. Your, your body is right. It, it, it wants to be loose. Trust me, your body wants to be loose. It's, hey, we're just gonna push through this. And this is what you, you want to be like this forever. And and if you do, you don't really mean it. <laughs> it's it's just you, you. It's like people do. People just um. I'm not, I don't like telling people it's excuses, it's fears. It's fears that this is not going to work. It's fear you're not going to get where you want to be. It's fears. And, and, and you don't want to be in a fearful life. You want to live life to the fullest like everybody else did. And me, I, I mean, this is probably me because me, I'm a big boy. I've been big my whole life, but I'm pretty sure I could outrun some people right now. You know what I mean? Right. right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know. But, no, but, but I hate to cut you off real quick, mm-hmm. but, you know, there's some really athletic big boys. That, and that's the thing. And that's the thing what people don't understand. Size doesn't mean that you can't do something. <laughs> it's, it's only, like I said before, it's kind of because it might have been because of your dieting choices, but because you moved in the past, you can move. It's just little things. I hate to cut you off, but that's just like that's that's another preconceived notion notion of people that just because you're big, you can't do something, and that's and that's definitely not true. Yep, and and no, you're fine. This is your time to shine. I like it. You know, keep it keep it as straight up as you can. I love it. Uh, but my next thing is when I ask you, like I said, so I, I know you said it's a fearful thing. Okay, so like I said, I've been on a weight loss journey. I'm not scared to say I'm a big boy at all. I mean, I'm I embrace it, but I also embrace it because I mean. Had a checkup maybe like two months ago, and you know, fortunately, I don't have any crazy thing going on in my body. But at the same time, it's like, hey, tomorrow may be too late, you know. And so you don't want to, you know, play around with. Now it's added COVID on top of that, you know. That's even more fearful uh, things to think about. But because me, when I work out, you know, I'm like, man, I just did a, a killer workout, you know, feeling good, feeling energy, and then the next day I wake up, wait, I don't got a six pack yet. I gotta do this. <laughs> Like, I mean, do, do you see the mindset I'm talking about? Because I'm like, man, oh, I know yeah. if I do a crunch, I'm like, I expect a six-pack. Oh, and, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just, you know, like, I love Nipsey Hussle, but uh, just the, the marathon. It's a marathon. Like, And how, how do you, how do you, the people who, who are like me, you know, I want to get a six-pack. And honestly, I want a six-pack, like, genuine with uh, some baby hair. Uh, something just, like, <laughs> to get my, my sex you know you just dated yourself, but you know we're not going to say nothing on that. That's for a later episode. That's for a later episode. But no, just like, you know, staying a marathon, that's like, like I said, I was on like three weeks and, you know, I lost 30, but I didn't feel like I lost 30 pounds. You know what I mean? But the scale said 30, but I mean, I still felt and and looked the same. And like, what I mean, people, they get discouraged, you know, because it's all mental, of course. Uh, but right. d- d- just the discouragement of, you know, not feeling the impact or it's so easy to get sidetracked when you're seeing changes in your body. Like, how do you combat that? It's really just um, really just trying to embrace what you what you have accomplished. And that's really like the biggest thing for me. You got to embrace what you have accomplished. And then what you do is you set a mindset to get to where you next you need to go, because like you just keep saying, it's definitely a marathon. Like you can't, and I and I tell I get a lot of this from my female clients is that that I need I need this in three weeks. There's no way it's gonna happen in three weeks. Yeah, you might you might see you'll see some changes. You're definitely that, but you're not gonna get a lot of people. A lot of times you don't get your ideal body in three to four weeks. You you get changes. You're different but you don't get where you want to be. It's, it's a journey. It's a journey. And the thing is, you're going to want to change. 
and then all of a sudden, when that journey goes, you want to switch into how your mindset is because something else you want to do now, you want to improve something else. It's like anything else, things change, but it's just really let, embracing what, what you already have accomplished because that can be a mental thing as well because you're, looking, you're still looking down on yourself because you feel like you haven't got where you want to be because it's not exactly what you want to be. And that's, and that's the problem sometimes with, with everybody. Everybody has this problem because it's not exactly how we want it. But it's just like one thing, big thing with me. It's, it's one thing big to me. I, I hate to get religious, but it's God's plan. But it's all, you know, it's not, it's, it's God's plan. But at the same time, it's not going to happen today. And it's, it's going to be something. You just got to point to these people that, hey, <laughs> hey, you already did this. You got your 30 pounds already, man. You see, some people haven't even started. Yeah. But now, since we got this, you know what we gotta do? We're gonna go ahead and make this even better for you can get that next area. You can get you can get those you can get those cut up arms, you can get your six pack where you can walk around here with your shirt off all all year round. So that's it's 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 just it's really and a lot of people understand people hire trainers for yeah, they give you what the the push, but they give but a lot of people want the trainer to be that stranger that's the cheerleader. That stranger that's the cheerleader. Because sometimes when you work out with your friends, you know, they think they're just going to say what you want to hear. Man, you look, man, you look good, man. Or a lot of females always say, girl, you're looking so good. But no, nah, tra- this trainer is that stranger cheerleader that pushes you to where you think you couldn't go. Because they see something else in you that some people don't know mm-hmm. because they were tra- they're trained. It's just, it's, it's just different. It's just, like a, it's just like a good coach in sports. A good coach in sports can find a player find his weaknesses, know how to get him through those weaknesses to make him better, but then also take his strengths and make him even better. And that's, it's, and that's what you got to really do. And, that, and that's just tough love and tough discipline, too. Some people actually yeah. get uh, discouraged. Because me, I play football, so I'm used to getting yelled at. But some people uh, <laughs> some people think, like, you know, uh, we got this one trainer. Uh, he was training this guy, and uh, he saw him at the New York uh, hot dog stand. And he just slapped the hot dog out of his hand. I came out of nowhere, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow!" And then I know this one friend. I'm not trying to. I'm not gonna say her name, but like you know, she was kind of like on a fitness journey, and then uh, her her training just stopped working with her. You know what I mean? Because she was kept going, you know, kept slacking and kept getting back into it. You know, so I mean, I mean, does that happen a lot to you? Or I'm kind of different in those ways. I've heard stories about trainers just quitting on clients, but the thing is, and one thing I'm different that a lot of times that really make good trainers, in my opinion, is you got to listen to your clients. A lot of trainers don't listen to their clients because in a lot of things in the trainer world, you got so much stuff going on. You're trying to push so many people. And the thing is what people know, everything doesn't work for everybody. I can't give you the LeBron James workout plan and expect you to be dunking on people right right after you finish a four-week session, it's not going to work. Your body's not going to respond the same way LeBron James responded to his. So I got to find out what works good for you and push you to make it better. Yeah, I'm going to throw in a lot of good stuff back then, but like a, one, thing that, one thing that this one guy told me that I used to train at the gym I always went to, and I told him I was a trainer, and he was like, what you do first is you work what you know works for you. And then after you find out what works for you, Sometimes you got you got to then see what works for them, and then figure out what's the mixture of those, or mixture of those, or you just push to what what's best for them because that's it's really them. They're paying for you. They're you're pay, they're paying for what works for good for them. They don't care what you do, but and that's the thing. You just got to find that happy medium for your client, and that's the thing. I don't really like trainers like that that will quit on a client. You gonna quit on me before I quit on you. So that's that's the mm-hmm. thing. You're gonna say he's a even he's he's a or or he just or or whatever. But it, it's not gonna be me. Yeah, right. it's well. You when to me as a partnership, we going this thing together. We're gonna push this thing together. That's my that's my biggest thing about it. We're gonna push through this thing together. It's <laughs> it's like a bad marriage at times. <laughs> it's definitely like a bad marriage at times. Hey, hey, hey. Like my man Martin Wilson, we ride together, we die together. Bad boys for life. Right, 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 right. And, and, right. That, and I hate to hear that story because I mean I've had a trainer do the same thing to me as well. Uh, but like I said, I know how to. You know, I, I, I've been in. I played what, a little bit of ball and well, more than a little bit of ball. But I, I know how to get my body to you know fit in the shape. Right. Uh, it takes a time. <laughs> it takes time. But for those who you know can't afford a trainer or you know 
they just weren't scared to go to the gym. Like, I mean, I mean, I know that virtual training session is a thing now since COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Good. Great thing about Zoom and all these things that they created so many avenues for people, which is a lot of times cheaper than a regular trainer or going to the gym and just working out through there. But also a lot of times what people don't understand and use their resources. This is the, this is the geek in me and stuff like that, man. YouTube is the greatest thing alive because I tell you for sure, if I had YouTube when I was going to school, man, I would have finished early. I would have never studied or nothing because I would have learned everything so quick. I would have graduated early <laughs> because, yes. but, but the thing about it is, it's just like YouTube. If you search YouTube for home workouts, you'll find free home workouts that you can do all the time. And, and you can just switch it up and tell you things you get. If you just regular Google something for a home workout, it'll tell you a whole bunch of things you can do. Of course, you don't get that one-on-one personal instead of trying to get, but if you're self-sufficient and you can search for things and, and the way everything is now on Facebook and IG, if you follow the right people, you get a whole workout quickly in a, in a good hour or workout or things like that. It's just using your resources. Yeah. It's so many resources out here these days, and what a lot of people don't understand, they, they don't know how to use their resources. And that's one thing I always try to tell people, too, because, you know, the thing, I'm not perfect at everything either. So I'm like, look it up. See if it's something better for you. See if it's just an alternative. Because, you know, I'm not, I never promised to be a nutritionist or anything like that. But at the same time, I learned what I learned, and I know what works for me. And I know what works for other people Right. from my experience as training. So it's just, it's like educating yourself. It's like anything. When you educate yourself, you learn more, you know more. Yep, because the reading is fundamental. So, uh, <laughs> yes, it is. And, and speaking of resources, I mean, like, hey, that's how I found you. You know, using my resources. And, uh, I don't know you from shampoo, you know, and uh, <laughs> and you know, and here we are doing a podcast about health and nutrition. Thank you so much uh, for coming for on the again. podcast. Uh, but before we let you go, t- tell people how they can reach you and talk to you and maybe get some training advice from you. Oh, okay. Well. All right, we can go through the whole the, the whole plethora. Um, on FB, just search for Swag Athletic and Training. IG is Swag underscore Athletics underscore and Training, the number 21. And also a quick plug for my apparel brand also, which is Swag Apparel on FB. And also on IG is Swag underscore Apparel underscore 2113 on IG. Twitter is at Swag Brand Three, and my regular Twitter page is um, underscore B Swag Twenty One O Two. And thanks for having me again. Um, and it was a definitely fun talk with you today. Oh yeah, thank you. And you know, I hope I, I extend the invitation for you to come back on anytime. Mm-hmm. That to be uh, anything. So you definitely come back on the show. And if you missed what he just said, we'll have all his information on the description below. But until then, Brian Cousin, thank you so much for dropping in the show show podcast. It was our pleasure talking to you, sir. All right, man. Thanks. Y'all have a good day. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. Hey, everybody. Lee here. And guess what? The reviews are in and the Straight Up Show podcast is a hit. Don't believe me? Well, listen to what one of our guest panelists, Dr. Monique Thompson, has to say. Listen, y'all listen in to Straight Up and support this podcast because I listened in before I came on the show. I liked what I heard. They're really focusing on keeping things real and being real with you and i like that approach so you guys support this podcast so if you want to listen donate to the show have a subject idea or even want to be a guest just contact us at straightupshow at gmail.com that's straightupshow at gmail.com okay so we're talking about the impact of covid and uh i'm pretty sure like i told you previously that I've gained some weight since COVID. I'm pretty sure all of you have gained some weight, but the impact of COVID, it just, it's so broad and it can lead to other health issues. And I want to bring somebody in today that uh, I know because uh, this person has helped me out. Uh, Her name is Dr. McSharma, hospitalist, MD, and content creator. So Jaya, Dr. McSharma, how are you doing today? You can call me Jaya. Okay. (laughs) Yes. That, well, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. It's like not 100 degrees today, so I'm calling that a win. Yeah, it, it definitely a win, but I'm pretty sure it's hotter where I'm at than where you are, but I, I've experienced oh, both. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. McSharma, uh, 
first off, before we go any further, I mean, if, if anybody has heard this show, I've bragged about, not bragged, but I've talked about my personal health issues where uh, I came close to death and uh, I've I, I, I preached about how important health can be. And one of those doctors that did help me was Dr. McSharma. I came into the emergency room and uh, she was my doctor. So before we go any further, I have to tell you, Dr. McSharma, thank you so much for uh, caring for me and just you know helping me recover. I really appreciate that. Well, you're welcome. And, and the main thing is that you're well. And so I'm, I'm so happy to be talking to you and so happy that you're doing so great. And, and I, I don't know you don't know this, but I've been wanting to tell you this for a long time because it's just, you know, doctors don't get enough credit, you know, especially in today's time. So that happened two years ago. And, you know, just I, I can't from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for saving my life. Well, you didn't say you were going to say things to make me cry on this podcast. Um, no, you're, you're very welcome. And like I said, the important thing is, is that you're better. But I do appreciate you saying that because, um, you know, just the medical field in general, I feel like. Um, from doctors to CNAs to respiratory therapists, um, you know, it, you don't always get the credit. Not that that's the reason that we do it, but sometimes a pat on the back goes a long way towards, you know, helping us, especially when you're on the front lines of a pandemic. And speaking of not getting the credit and not being appreciated, that we're going to just go, go ahead and just tie that all in together to where I'm sure you are getting a lot of uh, criticism and just doubt of work that you're doing because of COVID. Yeah. Um, what is that a, a line in Batman? It's like you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. So we were the heroes, not that we asked for that title either. Um, at the beginning of this pandemic, you know, people were clapping and doing um, like car parades in the parking lot and um, you know, everyone was really positive and supportive about being on the front lines of tackling a deadly virus for which there is no cure. And then just kind of as is the case with any topic in um, America, I guess, and maybe it happens in other countries as well, it definitely felt like the tide turned against us. And all of a sudden we went to being, we went from heroes to being villains, like we were hiding the cure from people and, and not being truthful with the American public about the virus. And there's so much misinformation about coronavirus. It honestly feels like we're fighting two wars. We're fighting the virus at work, and then we're fighting the misinformation war when we're not at work. So it's, it's become very exhausting to be in healthcare. And just to balance that, I mean, that, that can, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's adding stress on just on top of the stress that you're going, you're going through right now, because I'm sure your emergency room is flooded with uh, people with COVID, but then on top of that, they have other health issues you have to deal with. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're taking care, routine care of our patients that normally come in for non-COVID related issues. And then putting COVID on top of that is definitely double the stress if it could even be quantified. Because when you're dealing with your non-COVID patients, that's already stressful, but then you've got to gear up, you've got to practice personal protective protocols, you've got to put on all the equipment to take care of the COVID patients, and you have to be very careful not to be the person that's transmitting it from one room to the next. And that's just all within the span of a 12-hour day. So it's, the stress level has definitely gone up. I hope, I mean, I hope y'all get some kind of break and just you have a moment to have some kind of peace, but you, you said something about just, you, you have to deal with other health issues and we, we're, we're having a series with this podcast uh, within a series. Uh, it's about the impact of COVID. And like I told you, people have been gaining weight, stressed out. And what are some health issues uh, because of the impact of COVID that can happen or that you have seen because of the impact? Well, I think weight gain is a, very easy one for people to relate to because um, it's happening to all of us. I mean, I know I had like, I had just come off maternity leave. So I was kind of trying to get myself back into healthy diet and exercise. And then the pandemic happened. And once the pandemic happened, it was like, all bets are off. We're just trying to survive from day to day. So let me eat a pizza one night and nachos the next or have a cocktail when I come home from work. And, you know, very quickly, it's easy to accumulate some pounds. So, um, you know, weight gain is a big uh, side effect 
for lack of a better phrase, uh, of coronavirus. The issue with that, though, is that once you get to a certain weight or a certain BMI, um, you're actually increasing your risk for how badly COVID can affect you if you do contract the virus. So that's something that's really important to monitor. Um, the other thing also has been just a skyrocketing increase of mental health issues such as anxiety, depression, OCD, um, mental disorders um, that may have been well controlled before the pandemic, but once you're in quarantine or trying to deal with the uncertainty of a, a brand new virus, uh, it be very quickly becomes unstable. So, I mean, I myself, I'm a heavy set guy and um, I'm not the only one, but if somebody does have those underlying health issues uh, and they do contract COVID, what's like the first thing they should do, especially if they are asymptomatic? Uh, well, if you get coronavirus, you know, the first thing that you should do is definitely determine whether you're asymptomatic or whether you have symptoms. Um, you know, the, the main thing is before you get coronavirus, the earliest intervention is prevention. And what I mean by that is like keeping up with good sleep habits, hydration, exercise. We hear these things all the time, but these are actually life-saving things that you can do on a daily basis that will mitigate how badly coronavirus affects you. Um, if you do get diagnosed with coronavirus, I recommend taking vitamin C and zinc sulfate immediately two to three times a day. You should be drinking enough water that your pee is uh, clear to light, light yellow and you should definitely be trying to keep your fever and symptoms down. But the number one thing in addition to all of that is if you have any trouble breathing, you need to go see your doctor immediately. Right. And I want to talk about, because one thing I didn't know, uh, especially dealing with respiratory, um, you, you did a video about the O2 levels and I watched that video and I posted on our website, but uh, can you just explain what the O2 level means and what people who do have online issues, uh, how should they monitor that? Yeah, well, I actually do recommend if you can buying a pulse oximeter off of Amazon. Um, kind of when the virus hit, I bought one for myself and my family members. And it, you can get it off of Amazon or at any pharmacy over the counter. You just stick it on your finger and it tells you your oxygen level. Now, normally I wouldn't recommend that people have medical equipment at home, but for coronavirus, I do because one of the earliest symptoms we see is a drop in your oxygen level. So for example, Calvin, if you got a pulse ox um, today, I would tell you to go ahead and use it for a couple days to kind of see what your baseline oxygen level is. Maybe for you, it could be 95%. For most people, it's anywhere between 92 and 100%. And that way, if you do get diagnosed with coronavirus or you do start to feel short of breath or develop a cough, then you can then monitor your pulse ox. And if it drops to 92%, 91%, and you know that that's lower than when you normally feel well, that's a strong indicator that you need to go see your doctor because that's one of the very, very early signs of respiratory failure with coronavirus. So I, I do recommend that people monitor their oxygen levels because it's a really easy way to tell whether you're going to uh, require medicine or be put in the hospital uh, versus whether you might have a milder case that won't require any treatment really. All right, so dealing with the O2 levels, I know that in a video that you shared while you, uh, you were trying to just tell people that masks do save lives, uh, you were, I think you were at a 99 starting off, but then while wearing a mask, you wanted to show that even wearing a mask, it dropped down to 1% to 98. Uh, yeah. and I'm pretty sure one thing that people are fighting right now, especially in my state, uh, is wearing a mask. And so can you just tell us the importance of wearing a mask and, you know, the, and why you should not, uh, not go out a mask? Yeah, I mean, wearing a mask is still the number one thing in addition to social distancing and hand washing that we can do to prevent the transmission of coronavirus. Masks absolutely work. They are not 100%, but there is literally no treatment or prevention that is 100%. So masks have reduced the transmission of coronavirus in study after study even if it's a cloth mask, even if it's a handmade mask, because it's a physical barrier to the droplets that come out of your mouth when you're speaking or singing or 
even breathing. The more barriers you have between you and another person, the better because that it's a much less likely chance that you're going to transmit the virus to another person because it's transmitted through the droplets of when you're speaking, singing, or breathing. So it, I mean, it just makes sense. Just like when your mom was raising you and she told you not to cough or sneeze without covering your mouth. This is the exact same concept. And so if you think about it, if I could be walking around Walmart with no symptoms, but I could have the virus, then that makes me a potential super spreader to everyone in that building if I'm not wearing a mask. So masks still remain the most polite, the most compassionate, and the most effective thing you can do to not transmit the virus from you to another person. And, and thank you so much for telling, you, telling us that. And if you are listening, uh, Dr. McSharma is not paid by any kind of specific party. She, nope. is, a, she is a licensed health expert. Uh, who sees this stuff daily, even before coronavirus came about, uh, I just told you, she helped save my life. So she's not, you know, I, we may have differences um, in political beliefs, uh, but she's, she wants, she's looking out for everyone. It doesn't matter what party you are, sex, race, or whatever. Uh, she's telling you this because she wants us to survive. And she's, not, right. pay, she's not paid, and th- this is coming from her mouth. She's not, not on the TV posting this about anything. She's doing this because she wants to bring awareness to all of us. So, Dr. Masharma, thank you so much for that. But before you go, if you can, just if you could tell listeners, those who are just scared to go out the house and maybe those who are at the gym right now or things like that about their physical health, I mean, what, what kind of advice can you tell them if they have this doubt and worry and uh, why they should take extra precaution? Yeah, I would say, you know, if you're scared, if you have a lot of anxiety about COVID, you know, please don't. Worry is not going to stop you from getting it, but action will. So if you're wearing a mask, if you're social distancing, if you're washing your hands, you're doing everything that you can to stop the virus from being given or being gotten by yourself. Um, Whatever you can do today, right now, while you're listening, that would improve your mental or physical health is the best thing that you can do to prevent from getting too sick by coronavirus. And what I mean by that is finding joy in your day, spending time with your family, doing something fun, getting outside, moving your body. Every time you do an action like that, you actually decrease the amount of cortisol and cytokines in your system. And every time you do that, you give your body more ammunition to fight off this virus and not get as sick, even if you do get exposed. So my best advice is control the things that you can control and then find a way to get mentally and physically active and healthy every day. That is the best thing that you can do. And one thing I I do want to mention, you know, exercising and your health and wellness are not just important. It could ultimately save your life. Because if you reach a certain BMI, you're actually five times more likely to end up on the ventilator if you get coronavirus. And once you end up on the ventilator, you know, your prognosis goes pretty grim at that point. So that's not to scare anyone. It's just to encourage to stay as healthy and as active as possible so that doesn't become you down the road. Question, uh, do you think people should avoid gyms or even if they are like wearing masks and gloves or no? You know, I, yeah, I think gyms are kind of a terrible idea right now, but it's kind of like schools. It's a double-edged sword because people need a way to stay healthy, um, and, and, and I understand that, but unless gyms have a real way of, of protecting each other, when you're huffing and puffing, your, uh, your droplets are going way further than six feet, you know? So um, unless you you have a mask on and you're like 10 feet away from the next person, it's really hard to guarantee that you might not get exposed at the gym. So I think gyms have to be really careful. Like I need to go to the gym. When I was going to Orange Theory, I felt so much better. Um, But just because I work at the hospital and I, I can't, I can't be responsible for getting another person sick. I'm not going just in case I'm an asymptomatic carrier, you know? Wow. Thank you so much for the information, Dr. McSharma. That is a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. McSharma, thank you for saving our lives. But before you go, uh, how can people find you and listen to some of the things you've been saying and kind of get, uh, look at all the content you've been creating? 
Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd love for y'all to follow our page on Facebook and Instagram. You can find it just by searching for Jaya McSharma, J-A-Y-A-M-C-S-H-A-R-M-A. Uh, we do regular updates about coronavirus, but we also have an interview series called Follow Your Dream Port, where people share how they're following their dreams and making it happen. And we also have a weekly vodcast that I host with my friend Melissa called Pigeonhold. So if you're into any of that, please follow me on Facebook and Instagram, and we can keep up with each other. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Jay and McSharma. Thank you. I hope you can come back on the show one day. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. All right. Thank you. What's up everybody brandon here with straight up we want you to be mindful of the importance of wearing a mask out in public we know it's uncomfortable but believe it or not you are saving a life this virus has hit our community hard and scientists are still looking for a vaccine so wash your hands practice social distancing and most importantly wear a damn mask wow man that was a lot man uh Thank you to uh, the trainer and Dr. Jay McShama for uh, talking to us today. I mean, that was a lie, right? I mean, dads, I mean, just to hear that, like, you know, people like myself, you know, being overweight and, you know, I, I, I'm at high risk right now, man. What do you think about that, Dash? Yeah, m- me, uh, myself, I've been dealing with um, type 2 diabetes. And with uh, COVID-19, you have to worry about uh, autoimmune deficiency diseases. You already have pre-existing conditions that makes it uh, even easier for it to take you out. Um, but um, yeah, after they shut down the gym somewhere around March, yeah, it became harder to monitor my uh, caloric intake and uh, work out to sit there and just, you know, use your own body weight, go go back to using push-ups and sit-ups and running down the street. But that's what you have to try to do. You if Either you want it or you don't. Yeah. And CJ, like, like the, like our trainer was telling us today, you know, you just monitor the food and your calorie intake. I mean, like you said earlier in the show that, you know, you, you, you were trained yourself to, to go on a weight loss journey. What's some of the things that you yourself have been doing? Yeah, man. So, um, I would say that the biggest thing that anybody has to do to start a fitness journey, because I will say that's the hardest part, um, is Find activities that you enjoy doing. What a lot of folks that start a fitness regimen but end up stopping along the way normally say is that they kind of get burnt out, you know, over doing, you know, the exercises. It seems like work almost. But I make sure with me, like for me, believe it or not, right, outside of biking, I get all of my exercise from playing video games. That is no, that is no cap. That is no cap. I have uh, a virtual reality headset and I play boxing on it all the time. And the, okay. the same, the same amount of cardio that you need for a real boxing match is what you need for that game. You know, wow. like you will, you will get winded, you will get sweaty, but just saying all that to say this, you know, I enjoy playing video games. So when I put that headset on, I'm not thinking that I'm working out. I'm thinking I'm playing a video game. Therefore, I'm able to do it longer. I'm able to come back to it the next day, next week, next month, so on. So that's right. number one. Find something. And there's something. There is something. Trust me. Like, there's dancing. There's bike riding, you know. Um, but there are so many different types of regiments or, or activities this, that can be this is all social exercise. distancing too, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, this, this is indoors. This is something you can do in your house if, if you, right. uh, if you have the gear, but, um, like the, but like yeah, the trainer like said, you know, they, they have online, like the trainer was doing, like they have online training sessions. Like they're, they're, they're doing now, like exactly. their gyms were closed, their gym were closed. And now they're offering online training sessions. Like that's to me, this is, I think, when it comes to health and fitness, you know, I think COVID-19 is actually involving uh, this stuff now, right? You know what? I think that, I think it's actually the fact that these, these different uh, fitness companies and the technologies in fitness have evolved to the point to where it's prepared for COVID. You know, like there's Beachbody on demand. We have all these different subscription services where you can 
could pull workout uh, regiments on your phone or your tablet or whatever. And you can do full workout routines at home. So yeah, like it just so happened that this technology came right before a pandemic that forced everybody to stay indoors. So I'll kind of say they kind of met each other. Right. So basically what you're saying, like there's no excuse now. Pretty much. I'm I'm yeah. I'm gonna keep look look when it you comes to straight fitness, up. yeah, when it comes to fitness, you have to be straight up with yourself. You have to ask yourself, like, hey, am I putting in enough work? Um I you know, do I have enough willpower to get this done? Because that's ultimately mm. what it's gonna come down to. You know, right. so yeah, so man. You. Yeah, exactly. That that's really what it comes down to. Well, yeah. I definitely learned a lot from you. I thank you to all our guests today. Thank you, Dasmond and uh, CJ Dasmond, I guess that, you know, we have, I mean, keep doing what you're doing. I think what Dasmond said, just, you know, you're at home now and lower your calorie intake. So that's very smart, Dasmond. So uh, that, I, I think about that one. That's pretty, you know, pretty wise too. Definitely. I, I've learned a lot from y'all, man. Thank y'all so much. I mean, that kind of helps me out with my fitness journey because I was on one too before uh, COVID happened, lost 30 pounds and all of a sudden COVID came back and 12 pounds later, here I go, you know? So I'm just like, man, I just, no excuse, but to hear Dr. Maestrama, her words about how quickly you can just go in COVID, you know, man, like, hey, y'all, we got to be careful. You got to wear your mask. Wear your mask. Don't wear your mask, people. Not a political thing, you know, like I told you, Dr. Dr. Maestrama is not a paid agitator. Some people say, like, she's a real doctor, you know, and like she helped save my life. Uh, so, I mean, uh, wear a mask. I'm going to live a testimony that, you know, CJ. He told you this is a recovering COVID, a recovering COVID. I don't even know the proper word, but hey, I had it. I'm telling you, mask up, man. Like this stuff is real for anybody that thinks it's not. I am a living testimony. It is. So please, people, let's be smart. And one more thing I'm going to add is you're not wearing the mask for yourself. You're Mm. wearing it to protect the others that may be prone to catching this like me exactly you my mom i have two nieces you know so yeah we have to think about everybody else man like we're we're all in this together we have to think like that if we plan on getting out of this together absolutely tj dasman thank y'all once again for filling in uh brandon lee be back with us pretty soon but hey, I mean, you guys heard it you heard from a recovering COVID person. Uh, so Dasmond, who, who is, you know, a fit guy, you know, works out, but he still has to be careful. So, I mean, it's a lot going on, y'all. And until there's something accurately, keyword, accurately uh, defined is a uh, agreeable cure, uh, be careful. And, and like I said, we don't want to lose anybody. We lost way too many right now. And right now, at the time of this recording, it's, we're almost at a quarter mil, and that's sad. And 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 just be careful. Winter's here, uh, or it's getting colder outside. So just be careful, y'all. Uh, much love to all of y'all out there and where you're listening. Just be careful. But we're gonna continue the conversation going. Uh, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. Uh, you want any of our merchandise? You want to support us? Go to our website at www.straightupshowpodcast.com uh, for all our merchandise, our podcast, our Patreon, which you also can support us. Uh, make sure you do that. But uh, most importantly, you gotta follow one rule. And there's only one rule to our show: is you gotta be straight up. Straight up.